Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, you feeling okay today? You feeling good? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I think Jace is not feeling so good and great. Yeah, I know. So a little was, sick boy. I was jet lagged last week, yeah. and now, and then I got sick. Um, partly, I think, because of, of all the fires. these wildfires going Ooh, on here in California. I felt sick too. Yeah. However, we have learned from last week when you were jet lagged. I think that when you're inca- incapacitated, we record the best content we've ever recorded. <laughs> but then you were worried that it was the worst that we ever recorded, like the next day. Well, yeah, that was that's how I work. Yeah, that's how I work. We I'm know. Like, Guys, that was that, a great that's episode. A, that's very typical, Jace. That's very like, typical, oh Jace. And the next awful. day, yeah, I'm like it's horrible. Everyone's gonna hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I assure you. Well, sorry, I'm you're sure sick. You're gonna indulge in some drinking to help you out today. Uh, yes, I am. And we're celebrating with some more of this delicious beer from yes, our friend Kurt. Indeed. You want to should I ju- jump right into yeah, this? Yeah, do and, it, do it. Go for it. What are we drinking today? Okay, so today, so he sent us three beers and we had one of them last time and we're going to do the the third and then the first. We had the second one last week. We're going to do the third and then the first because um, we're going to kind of work our way up to the first one, which is the the real strong one. So here's the one we're starting with. Uh, is a bonus beer called Epic Unicorn. I put the last of this beer into bottles for ye, numbering only two, for I had no more. Mm. <laughs> this beer was designed with the help of my daughter, Kesia, of 10 years. Wow. And also named by her. Epic Ooh. Unicorn. I love it. It is a dark American lager. A simple beer made with Mount Hood hops from my yard. What's a hood hop? Mount Hood is a place. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, though though it is simple, simple, this beer hath won awardus. Oh, that's what? cool. Wow. Oh, award winning. It is easy to drink and refreshing. It is. It's both of those things. At first I, I, I thought agree, it was yeah. a little syrupy the way, and then I was like, no, fir- it's not. If this is the first time that you're tuning in and you're confused about why Jace is reading in this weird, weird voice, it's because Kurt wrote this letter to us in the style of one of our favorite translations of the Bible, the Tyndale mm-hmm. Bible. It's I not know. that Kurt is just a person who speaks really weirdly. <laughs> Maybe he does. Now now he does. I mean, he learned to <laughs> really do this beautifully. so well. We right? love it. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then the one that we're going to get to later is called uh, the Tail Beer. The t- Tala? I don't know what if he I, meant tail I or read tall. it tail, but but not yeah like but the because ta- it's the Tyndale like tail is be. oldest time. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah. I don't Do you know. know what I mean? If it were just normal English, I would say yeah, tail beer. Well, yeah. how is the Epic Unicorn beer? Does uh, it's it's, it's like, really tasty. It's a ten-year-old named it. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. Like this is a beer I think a ten-year-old would love. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if we should be endorsing small children drinking. <laughs> 
We're not in Europe, so yeah. No, but uh, it's very tasty. It's. I would give it awards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, as he said, very drinkable and refreshing. Kind of uh, sweet, but not too sweet. Yeah, it's like Belgian-y, yeah. but not like overwhelmingly Correct. syrupy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and let me just tell you about this other one. We won't start drinking it till later because we got to work our way up to it. But this next one, uh, the Tail or Tala Bira, comes from the line of Biras sent before. So the ones ah. that he sent us last time and the time before oh, that. It's the same lineage. Correct. from that same lineage, yes. How appropriate. Tis a Belgian Bira, strong and darker, and the name inspired by Emily's sayings from Leviticus. Oh. Uh, Leviticus 19... 19- 16. What I don't did I remember say? what that was. Imagining up, key reading. a beer that speaks tales. This beer has greater than 9% alcohol by volume. Ooh. So take heed to thyself when ye drink ye it that it not go directly <laughs> to the head. Yes. Good yes, idea. To thy head. I mean, it's 100% going to go directly to the head. Um, <laughs> yes, Leviticus Leviticus 19.16, you shall not go up and down as a tail bearer among your people. Uh, a so tail like, bearer. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah, oh, so it is, it is the tail bearer. <laughs> a yep. tail bearer. Right, because Emily was talking about a tail bear and trying to figure out what a tail bear is. Yeah, what's a tail bear? (laughs) (laughs) You got to dress like a bear bear with a tail in the front and the back. It's all coming back to me now. Oh, wow. Um, You know what's not coming back to me now is what we read last time. Boy, yeah. Do you have any idea, Emily? All that I know is that we talked about Harry Potter. So something about witches and wizards. Wizards yes. and witches. Yes, something yes, about that. Not associating with enchanters, sorcerers, yeah. charmers, consulters with familiar spirits, things like that. We also, there were also instructions of like, if we're about to go to battle, that the captain is going to give kind of all these caveats of, of hey, oh, yeah, you, you don't got, need to do this. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you got grapes in your vineyard. Go, go, go get them. Don't, don't <laughs> go to battle. If you got a wife that you haven't taken yet for some reason, go, go do the taken. Or if you're just like a freaking wuss, then <laughs> get out of here. And we don't need you. We don't need you. Yeah. It's just funny because it like, it, it people think that, oh, well, these men are going to just want to go to battle and potentially die for God. But uh, yeah, if you have things to do, then by all means, go do them. <laughs> go it really is. If you, have, if you have anything better to do, yeah. then please leave. <laughs> but <laughs> but we know, really we know all of you don't, yeah. so you're going to stay, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. We only want you bored young men. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all righty. Well, well, what are we reading today? Today, we're continuing on with Deuteronomy 21, 22, and 23. Cool. We're we're doing it. We're making it. We're making Are it. We like, doing it. We're like two or three away from being done with this. There's four yep. more after this one. Four more chapters or four, four more, more epi- episodes. Sorry. Yeah. I thought that we said four more episodes like two episodes ago. <laughs> it, it was a lie. Way. Okay. If we did, <laughs> it was a lie. Is a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Yes. Four more episodes after this one. Okay. Okay. Well, lovely. With that, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Deuteronomy 21. If one be found slain in the land which Yahweh your God gives you to possess it, lying in the field and it isn't known who has struck him. 
<laughs> then your elders and your judges shall come forth, and they shall measure to the cities which are round about him who is slain. Wait, so they're gonna like go talk to all the people, like, hey, did you kill this guy? <laughs> yeah. Who did it? Did, was it you? Was it you? <laughs> well, we'd see that he is a few spans closer to this city than this other one, so it's yes. gotta be something yeah, from that's here. That's true. Do you yeah. recognize this dead guy? And the problem is they don't have a picture or a mugshot to hold up, but I imagine them bringing the body around. Do you recognize this guy? Yeah, like a little guy? wheelbarrow oh. with it. And they're just like, you know this <laughs> guy? Weekend rotting. of Bernie's style. Oh, yeah. No, it's funny, actually, that first sentence made me think of those, you know, those, like, lateral thinking puzzles where it's like, there's a man dead in a field and he's holding a straw. It's always an icicle. And there's no It's footsteps. always an icicle. Well, okay, I know some and that aren't icicles. And water on the ground. Right. It's always an icicle. It's not always an icicle. But Is this, like, an LSAT question? <laughs> it's not an LSAT question. No. Can you imagine if it was, though? <laughs> that would be good. Well, there's, no, there's a logic question. Do you understand icicle yeah. law? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they're like things we did in, in uh, like day camp as a kid. And there's Were other. The, was this Bible day camp? No, this was unrelated. This was secular day camp. Okay. Okay. But they're like little mysteries. LSAT, it was LSAT day camp. LSAT, LSAT day camp. camp. Yes. Yes. Perfect. And anyway, you have to like ask questions to try to solve the riddle of like, how did this yeah. happen, right? How yeah. did this person how end up? How did this happen? And then, uh, so right, we've, we've gone round about to the cities and figured out <clears throat> which one's closest. And it shall be that the city which is nearest to the slain man, yeah. even, even the elders of that city, shall take a heifer of the herd, which hasn't been worked with, uh, and which has not drawn in the yoke. Like a young... Heifer, like a clean heifer. Yeah, cl- clean and inexperienced heifer. It okay. seems. <laughs> uh, okay. And the elders of that city shall bring down the heifer to a valley with running water, which is neither plowed nor sown. This is unbelievably specific. Yeah, this is wow. This is different from anything we've seen before. And shall break the heifer's Ow. neck there in the valley. Ah, sorry, I'm sorry, Emily. You, you knew where this was going, though. I mean, I didn't know the neck breaking would happen. Yeah, but. that's. I'm how do you even achieve that like really yeah like that's a good point that is a challenging thing yeah I'm afraid to google that no please don't I mean I'm not going to because it's like yeah with with like poultry you know with a chicken yeah that's an entirely different thing crickety crack but yeah with a whole heifer how would you break their neck crickety crack she says I I did think that was pretty good Gracious, Dedeker. <laughs> Goodness. No, but yeah, I, I, I feel like that would be a feat of many men in order to do such a thing. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a whole team effort, you know? Gosh. Okay. All right. Yeah, team the, building. The, the priests, the son of Levi, shall come near. For them, Yahweh your God has chosen to minister to him and to bless in the name of Yahweh. And according to their word, shall every controversy Con- and every stroke be. Controversy? Controversy, yes. Controversy. <laughs> shall every controversy and every stroke be. According to their word, yes. Okay, got it. All the elders of that city who are nearest to the slain man shall wash their hands over the heifer whose neck was broken in the valley. And they shall answer and say... Our hands have not shed this blood, neither have our eyes seen it. Forgive, Yahweh, your people Israel, whom you have redeemed, and don't allow innocent blood to remain in the midst of your people Israel. What? What is... So it's kind of like some voodoo here, a little bit. It seems like it's a dual-purpose ritual of, like, we kill the animal, so it's like a sacrifice of, well, we don't know who to punish, so... We're, we're going to sacrifice, sacrifice this animal yeah. to try to take that. But we're also putting forth this 
missive or this request essentially that like if the guilty person is still out there you gotta find him out yahweh oh Oh, i see yeah so yahweh no come on yeah and don't allow innocent blood to remain in the midst of your people yeah the blood shall be forgiven them i see so like the peoples are forgiven for this blood that was spilled even though they can't find the person to punish for it. Oh, I think okay. it's the idea, like, we've done this so that we can get forgiven as a people anyway. Okay. So, shall you put away the innocent blood from the midst of you, when you shall do that which is right in the eyes of Yahweh. When you go forth to battle against your enemies, and Yahweh your God delivers them into your hands, and you carry them away captive, and see among the captives a beautiful woman, uh, and you oh boy. have a desire to her and would take her to you as wife. What? Then, (laughs) bear with me here, we're not done with the sentence. (laughs) Then you shall bring her home to your house, and she shall shave her head and pare her nails. I don't want to shave my head. This is coconuts. I also love that you automatically put yourself in that situation, Emily, being (laughs) this captive bride. (laughs) Well, I, I think I speak for maybe some women that... (laughs) <laughs> if you just find a guy, if a guy is like, you, you're beautiful, I take you, come with me, and then puts you under his arm, and then goes no, back however, and is like, I'm going to shave your head. <laughs> yes, yes, good point, a little upsetting, right? However, if the alternative is, we're going to kill you, and everyone else you yeah. love, oh, but I love yeah, but, they, but they've probably already killed most of the people you love. Ugh. And at this point already. Yeah. And it's just bad all around. It is. Let's be honest here. This is just bad news. And pare her nails. Like cut them, trim them. Give her a mani-pedi. Look up a translation. Pare is just trimming. It's just trimming your nails. So she can't scratch your eyes out. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. For shaving her gorgeous locks. Yeah. And killing all the people that she knows. Yeah. Okay. And she shall put the clothing of her captivity from off her (sighs) and shall remain... So take off her, like, the clothes she had on when she was captive. When she... Oh, okay. Right. And shall remain in your house and bewail her father and her mother a full month. So be sad about them. Yep. And after that, you shall go into her and be her husband, and she shall be your wife. Yikes. So, wait a minute. This is just, like, some random lady that you see out there as you're performing this blood sacrifice ritual? No, this is someone they defeated in battle, and they captured all the women and children. Okay. And you see one of the women, and you're like, dang. Then you take her home for a month, you give her, you shave her head, and you give her a manicure, and then you (laughs) let her cry for a month straight. And then you go in, and you can do her if you still want to. I hate all of that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I really hate all of that. that. Well, yeah. It's funny, though, that this verse is held up as an example of, well, okay, so a couple of weeks ago is when we were reading about, like, yeah, if you capture people, like, take them as sex slaves, take all the women, just take all the women, kill the dudes, take all the women and right. little girls and kill every male. And we're like, wow, that sounds horrible. But then a lot of people kind of justify it in the sense of like, yeah, but later in Deuteronomy, there's all these laws about how you're supposed to take care of women who are captives. They get to cry for a month. They get <laughs> a they manicure. Get the manicure. They- <laughs> Everybody loves a mani-pedi, right? <laughs> right? They get a whole month to cry by their- on their own before, you know, being forced into some sexual slavery. Yeah. yeah. And then the three of us throw things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay, I guess if if... if- what everyone else in the world is doing is just taking them immediately and not giving them that time, then like, oh yeah, a whole month seems very generous. Yeah, benefits. So I guess maybe it's all relative to what's 
the state of the world. Can't at the you time, say that but... about most things, though? You know, it's all relative. We're well, gonna I mean, like, sure, yeah, yeah. You know, do this terrible thing, but it's all relative. It's you fine. relativist, you <laughs> right? Just saying. Okay, but it, it shall be. If you have no delight in her, then you <laughs> shall let her go where she will. But you shall not sell her at all for money, <laughs> and well, you shall thanks. not deal with her as a slave because you have humbled her. Okay. What does that I, mean? You if her? you finally bang her, and then and you're after like a month of waiting, and then you finally not bang my her, best. Like, mm, uh, yeah, yeah, not my number one experience. Not in my top three of top banging experiences. I'm over it. We that, don't have any sexual like, chemistry. Well, you can't turn her into a slave, and you can't sell her. You just lo- let her. Let, let her, her be. Go. Yeah, let her go. And right. then what? Can then we look what up- does she do? Because women have like no anything at all. That is a good question. Can we please see what the message says about this? <laughs> about 14? Okay. Yeah, I just love... <sighs> okay, the message being this super like hyper modern language translation, how you apply modern language to like very ancient barbaric practices. That's mm. when I think yeah. the message shines the mm. most. <laughs> it shines. Oh boy. <laughs> no, the message is kind of... Message is kind of upfront here. It says, if it turns out you don't like her, you must let her go and live wherever she wishes. But you can't sell her or use her as a slave since you've hum- humiliated her. Jeez. Yeah. Dang. I mean, that is I mean, true. It's true. Yeah. It's, it is I mean, true, but wow, like no sugarcoating at no, all. No. Goodness. Okay. Um, okay. Now let's uh, get on to some more ins and outs of how you treat your women. If a man have two wives. Yeah. The one beloved and the other hated. What? Oh, we've been here before. We've like been here Rachel, before Rachel and, and what's her butt? Yeah. And, and who? Yep. Glenn Livett? What was her name? Glenn Livett. Rachel and Glenn Livett. <laughs> Why did you Rachel say and Glenn, Glenn Livett? Close, actually. Yeah. And Rachel was the really beautiful one. And it Glenn was like Close. Rachel McAdams. And then Glenn Close. Who's the really good actor. A really good actor, but not nearly as attractive and also killed his pet rabbit. So if if that's the situation, you have both Rachel McAdams and Glenn Close as your wives, then what do you do? He killed her in a bathtub. Okay. All right. Jeez. That's not what's happening here, though. So, that, see, you know what? It's all relative compared to killing her in a bathtub. This one's different. Uh, so, and they, so one beloved and one the other hated, and they've borne him children, both the beloved and the hated. And if the firstborn son be hers who was hated, then it shall be in the day that he causes his sons to inherit that which he has, that he may not make the son of the beloved the firstborn. Before the son of the hated, who is the firstborn, makes Even perfect sense. That literally perfect happened sense. with Jacob. Yeah, that did. Yeah. That like basically literally Jacob! happened with Jacob and Esau, <laughs> and also happened with his own sons. Even though we have a long, long, long traditional history of people doing this, don't do that. Don't do it. It's against the rules. Yeah. Uh huh. But he shall acknowledge the firstborn, the son of the hated, by giving him a double portion of all that he has. Huh. For he is the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. Oh, that's okay. That's the end of that one. Ne- okay. Next, next situation. <laughs> lots, lots of different situations. Yeah. Here. <laughs> Come on. This is all going to happen to some of you out there. So, like, just bear with me. We're going to have a contingency plan for everything. It could be a very elaborate flow chart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should we should make a little flow chart of this. Oh, be good. I like that. It's be way like too complicated. If then, <laughs> blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. yeah. <laughs> if a man have a stubborn and rebellious son um, who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother. Like all teenagers? Yeah. If he has a teenager and though they chasten him, will not listen to them, then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him and bring him out to the elders of the city and to the gate of his place. And they shall tell the elders of his city, 
This, our son, is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. What if he's not a drunkard? I mean, yeah, it's rough. just what tell, him, tell him all this stuff. Really, what if he's just like, Ugh, I don't like you guys. I'm like 17. I don't like the way that you captured mom as a slave. Yeah, like I'm not okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> and they're like, he's a drunkard and a sh- glutton. And then guess what happens? All the men of his city shall stone him to death with what? stones. What? So shall what? you put away the evil from the midst of you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. Yeah, I, I bet they will. Suspicion. I think I have a maybe a fuzzy memory of the church weaponizing this passage a little bit against teenagers. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, why not? I mean, why not? Right? I'm, I'm going to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have to be part of the church now that I know this one. I'm like, listen, don't kid. even have a teenager. Yeah, but if I see a teenager being you know, rebellious. I'm going to be like, listen up, buddy. You gluttonous drunkard. <laughs> you gluttonous drunkard. We're going to come stone you. Uh, if, Good Lord. If a man have committed a sin worthy of death and he be put to death and you hang him on a tree, uh, his body shall not remain all night on the tree, but you shall surely bury him the same day. For he who is hanged is accursed of God that you don't defile your land, which Yahweh your God gives you for an inheritance. I want to... It's way too spooky. Yeah, well, I also want to know what is a sin worthy of death. Disobeying your parents seems to be one of them. Uh, Yeah, but apparently that's a stonable offense, not a hangable offense. Yeah, you're right. It's unclear whether this is you killed them by hanging them or you killed them, then hung them up. Why would you kill them and then hang them? A spooky Halloween time display. (laughs) Yeah, fun. (laughs) I know it's almost Halloween, but come on. Yeah, okay, but okay, you're right. That makes more sense though if it's if it is cuz you hung him on the tree to to die, to die him. <laughs> <laughs> There's that cold medication scene. I love it. He didn't have any today. He's yeah. just, he's using the beer as the cold medication. Yeah. <laughs> I guess just the wording threw me off. But no, you're right. I mean, you could read the message and see what it says. Well, what if you're in a place where you don't have much access to many large like people killing stones, but you do have some cacti and trees. Hang him on a cactus. God, that would be horrible. Hang him on a cactus? <laughs> yeah. what, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Check this out, though. Okay, okay. The message says, of course. When a man has committed a capital crime, been given the death sentence, executed, and hung from a tree, does seem to imply the hanging Those from the tree happens things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, A capital crime. I know. I'm like, what does that constitute as? The And then uh, the New Century version says even, and his body displayed on a tree. It just, does seem oh, like it is a spooky Halloween. You what? I just poked myself in the eye. <laughs> oh, my so God, keep going. <laughs> oh my god. You really okay. wanted that that yeah, like, immersive was... cactus experience. Exactly. Ow. Yeah. Oh boy. Sorry. Never mind. If just I'm looking at Tyndale now. Oh, I mean, please. <laughs> don't you can't leave us hanging like yeah. that. Uh, no pun intended. Yikes. <laughs> oh boy. Lily. <laughs> If if a man have committed a trespasser worthy of death and is put to death for it and hanged on a tree. Yeah, it does seem to be put to death and then hung on the tree as a fun right. decoration. Wow. But only okay. for a limited a time. Decoration, limited time only. Halloween. Not all night. Only during the day for people to see it just that day and then you gotta bury him. Because at ground. night it's too spooky. Then That's it's not some a fun decoration. crap it's... right there. Yeah, in The Handmaid's Tale. Oh yeah, I remember that happening. And it's all over yes. the, the... The show. That's the one. The show. <laughs> the moving the, picture show. What do they show. call it? 
<laughs> the moving pictures on a well, I imagine screen. If you leave, if you leave a dead body hanging up all night in a tree, you're probably it's probably a big old tasty invitation to some like jaguars oh, and yeah, bears true. and stuff. Are there to come jaguars on in the desert? Because they certainly are not in the desert that I know of. You know why they're not in the desert is because people in the desert hang up their or put away their dead bodies at night and don't leave them out. There are Arabian leopards in Israel. There's also something called a sand cat, which is like the most Oh, yeah. adorable looking cat I've ever seen in my life. So sand cats, um, I think if I'm not mistaken, sand cats are the like most deadliest predators on earth. What? Like oh. they're really cute and cuddly looking, but they kill everything. They're very, very like, cute. Like they will take like, you down. They will take no, you out. I don't out. know. Wow. I don't know. Okay. They're, they're just really good at killing. It also, look, the sand cat though, both sounds like a Pokemon, and they look like a Pokemon. They kind—they oh, look right. like a, a house cat, kind of, but a little bit weirder. Right? A little bit weirder, but I think even cuter. Oh. Like, I don't know about that. Yeah, come, come on. on. I'm thinking about Henry. No yeah, way. No way. Yeah, no. Okay. Okay. So no sand cats, no leopards. Bury no. that body and call it a day. I really want to finish this beer and get tail of tail beer, bear. Tail, tail, yeah. The tail bearer. I'm opening it up. All right, good. All right. Okay, throw you, that you in there and I'll start, start this. Okay, Deuteronomy 22. You shall not see your brother's ox or a sheep go astray and hide yourself from them. Why would you hide yourself from these sheepies? You shall surely bring them again to your brother. You're like, oh, sheep, run away. No, you're going to go bring them to your brother. Uh-huh. If your brother isn't near to you or if you don't know him, what? <laughs> you don't know him? If you are estranged. Okay. <laughs> okay. If there was a falling out over if the sheep like, inheritance, wait, as it were. Wait, who's this guy again? I don't know. Who is that guy? <laughs> then you shall bring it home to your house, and it shall be with you until your brother seek after it, and you shall restore it to him. How nice. <laughs> so shall you do with his donkey, and so shall you do with his garment, is he just gonna like accidentally have some like robes hanging yes, out I like know, he's just like a mile away and you're like, oh, this looks like my brother's like outfit that I gave him like last year for Christmas, like but they don't have Christmas yet for Yom Kippur or I whatever. He must I don't have, know. He must have lost it. <laughs> it he must Christmas. have lost it. I'll have to bring it to him. Yeah. I, I like too that the explanation is uh that if he's not near to you. So I'm just mm. sort of like I look around, I'm like, mm, he's not near me. I'm just going to take this one. And then did if you, he comes around, then he can get it. Did you try the spear yet? It's real strong. Oh, boy. It's going to go to the head. Thy, thy, the head. The head. Oh, boy. Yeah, that is a strong. It's a strong boy. Thanks, oh, Kurt. Yeah. yeah. Does it taste like a long, delicious lineage? Is this the longest of lineages? This is the longest of lineages. Yeah. This is from yeah. the first beer he made us. Wow. It's the, the yeast has been part of that lineage. It's, uh, it's like Jacob and his sons. If that original one was Jacob, and then, you know, there was like Joseph and Levi and those guys, and then all those other generations, maybe this is the Moses of the beers. I'm drinking the blood of Moses. It's good. Do the, do the, do the remembrance like, of Moses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, he's not dead yet, but he soon will be. Okay. Okay. Right, that's still hanging over us. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's. I don't know who's saying all these things, by the way, but somebody who knows. Supposedly Moses. This is Moses. Supposedly. Oh, it's a Mo- the Moses. Supposes the Moses. It is interesting that unlike previous books, we don't. We no longer have this. And Yahweh spoke to Moses mm-hmm. saying, "Tell the children of Israel, yada yada yada." That's yada, why yada, I yada. didn't know. Yeah, this one's all yeah. all Moses first person all the time. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I I imagine it's like. 
we'll find out at the end, like Moses has been on his deathbed the whole time. And it's like, it's like croaking like, one more. Yeah, he's croaking this out. Yeah. It's like, and if you kill someone and then happen to hang them in a tree as a spooky decoration, <laughs> take them down before nighttime. Come on. Nobody likes that. So you shall, so shall you do with every lost thing of your brothers, which he has lost and you have found. You may not hide yourself. Of, you see his lost sheep and you're like, oh, they, they can't see me. I can't yeah. let him see me. No, it's like I'm gonna it, hide behind this cactus. You shall not see your brother's donkey or his ox fallen down by the way and hide yourself from them. What's the hiding going on? <laughs> yeah, like what? You see them like falling down and you're like, oh, oh, get get away. Don't let them see me. Okay. <laughs> you shall surely help him to lift them up again. Oh, I see. This time he's still there. I the see. brother's there. Being and he's like, like uh-huh. heaving and hoeing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. A woman shall not wear that which pertains to a man. Whoops. Oh. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. Whoop. Oh. Too well, bad. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Too bad for everyone here. Yep, yeah. exactly. For whoever does these things is an abomination to Yahweh your God. That's not the first time we've been abominations, so... <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, yeah. who cares? Come on. Yeah. What, what about... I guess that's why they don't like wizards, because wizards wear... Where they wear dresses. They wear dresses. Right. No, but every Israelite basically wore a dress at this point. Everyone's wearing those strappy little one-piece robes and stuff. Yeah, you're right. That's true. It's like a mini skirt, but well, with Exactly sleeves. like a mini skirt. A yes. mini, mini skirt, a mini dress. but that's a dress with sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If a... <laughs> this is weird. If a bird's nest chance to be before you in the way in any oh. tree... <laughs> or on the ground a young one with young ones or eggs and the hen sitting on the young or on the eggs you she shall stone them both that's, yeah. where, that's where so all of like this leads random, to there's a random bird like just on the ground do How birds dare nest it? on the ground which birds, some birds do, do nest yeah some birds do like some some quail L- do write that down to look <laughs> that up sure thing you shall not take the hen with the young. You shall surely let the hen go, but the young you may take by yourself. What? No. And it be it may be well with you that you may prolong your days. Ugh. You can't take them both. You got to just leave. You it can't go. have everything, I guess, in life. You can get one or the other, but not both. I mean, there. This is this is this last chapter in this chapter is like a whole arbitrary list of random situations that Moses came up with on his death Seriously, he's like, he was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this happened to me once, why don't we talk about it? <laughs> Let's discuss that time that I had a hen in my way, and I was like, I don't know, should I take both of them? We'll see. Okay. It's all the unresolved stuff Moses never got to speak up about because he was exactly. too busy being the mouthpiece of Yahweh. Oh he never has his chance yeah. to, okay. to resolve everything. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to write down for the bonus to figure out what the hell is going on with these hen rules. Seriously. Seriously, okay, that's yeah, super right. random. And then here, we're going to go on to homes. Okay, when you build a new house, then you shall make it a battlement for your roof that you don't bring blood on your house if any man fall from there. What, what out like of the sky? A battlement. What is a battlement? Is it? Does it mean like you, a protective a wall around your <laughs> roof? A railing? A railing? Is a Maybe? railing a battlement? It, I, in that I case, don't... can I start calling everything battlement? <laughs> yeah. Look at that battlement. Look at this one. Look at that like, one. No, on the on, out on the balcony, babe. We need to move this plant closer to the battlement. It needs to get more light. <laughs> I was thinking we could hang some plants on the battlement here. And yeah, that might I even be nice. Add a like deck. <laughs> this stairway put... is dangerous without any battlements. On I it. wish I had places <laughs> in which to put my plants. They're all indoors. It's very oh, sad. That is very sad. There's no light. Oh. 
Gotta get, we'll get some battlements up on your roof. It'll be great. The message calls it a parapet. That's also a good, good word. Parapet. A oh, yeah. Parapet. Yeah, that's good, too. So, Dedeker, I think that means yes. You can means call yes. it yeah. a battlement. Okay. You shall not sow your vineyard with two kinds of seed, lest the whole fruit be forfeited. You, The seed which you have sown and the increase of the vineyard. So, like... Sangiovese is like not okay, or no, like a like a red blend. Well, I guess blend they, they take the that from different. You blend them yeah. after the fact. You yeah. grow them together. Blend them after like, the fact. Me. <laughs> She's like, excuse me, I'm from Napa. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, you shall not plow with an ox and a donkey together. Why not? What if they're friends? <laughs> they want to plow together. <laughs> Nope, can't can't have it. You shall not wear. Oh, here we go. You shall not wear a mixed stuff wool and linen together. Whoops. Mm. Oh uh, yeah. That. No. You shall make your fringes on the four borders of your cloak with which you cover yourself. Right. That we talked about that with the prayer shawl. Right. Yeah. And you got having have the, fringes. the fringes. Yeah. Fringes on the four borders. Like if it's on the square, corners, there's four. Yeah. Oh, like oh, those little those little tufts on yes, the, the tufts. Type. Little um, tassels. Yeah, the tassels. <laughs> yeah. Little tassies. Okay. Uh huh. If any man take a wife and go into her and hate her and lay, <laughs> oh, sorry, I know. I just I like this picture. It's like, yeah, we're finally gonna get it on. Oh, oh, here we. Oh God, I hate you. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> happens, no, exactly. Right? Oh, spikes in the vagina. No one asked uh, for what? this. Wow, Dedeker. Wow, wow. You, had to you take really, it there. yeah, dang. And well, like, what? That would make you hate it pretty immediately. I suppose. She, it's like that movie Teeth. Exactly. Don't, don't, let's not. Let's, no, it's a, let's it's a it. good no, film. It's not. It's a good, it's a, it's a movie. Okay. <laughs> and lay shameful things to her charge and bring up an evil name on her and say, I took this woman. And when I came near to her, I didn't find her in her the tokens of virginity. Oh, oh that's why he instantly oh. hates it. He sticks okay. it in and then he's like, what? You don't seem nearly in as much pain as I would want you to be when I go into you. You know, if she rode a horse, all I'm saying is that that could have done it right then and there. Also, what the hell do these guys know about what virgins are like? Right? Like They don't know anything. They, yeah. they just heard it from their dads or from Moses. Right. Or from I don't God. know if this is like virgin number six that we've taken to wife. I suppose. Yeah, that's true. In theory, yeah. they know something about six. I think I think you would take as many wives as you could support, really. Of course, these women weren't getting to be around any other people. No, yeah, it's a very one-sided kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Then shall the father of the young lady and her mother take and bring forth the tokens of the young lady's virginity to the elders of the city and the gate. What? Got any theories about what the tokens of virginity may be? I'm going to write it down so we can look it up in the bonus content, but I just want to hear your theories. A bloody sheet... Ugh. Why would they have it? Why would the parents have it? I don't that? know why the parents would have it. There's no good reason for the parents <laughs> to have it. Maybe like if she was on horseback and there was blood on the, the horses. on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on the Jeez. pad of the horse. You Jeez, know, like Emily. a bareback. You're, you're riding on a bareback pad. There's kind of the weird thing that I've seen some very hardcore evangelical Christians do, which is like actually get a gynecologist to sign off. Oh, that's on. in The Handmaid's Tale, too. I remember, yeah, seeing something on Instagram a while back about that that was just really problematic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to take the tokens of this young lady's virginity to the elders of the city in the gate. 
in the gate. I don't know. And the young lady's father shall tell the elders, I gave my daughter to this man to wife and he hates her. And behold, he has laid shameful things to her charge, saying, I didn't find in your daughter the tokens of virginity, and yet these are the tokens of my daughter's virginity. They shall spread the garment before the elders the of the city. There you go. Wouldn't she be naked? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. It's- this this isn't happening immediately after. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is like a little while later he started spreading rumors, and that's why you got to hang on to this garment as proof in case I think he does he's just that. spreading these lies because he's like, you know what? I don't really... I She's not as good of a lay as I wanted. I assume that's what most of this is about. Most or of something. these seem to be that It's way. really, yeah. all of it is awful. The elders There's also have, literally nothing to stop someone from faking a virginity garment, really. It's like, oh. just get some chicken blood or whatever, and you're good to go. Wait, why do we have to hurt animals? Well, you're clearly collecting chickens. Why do you think they're collecting little chicklets? You could make vegan virginity garment i imagine oh yeah what would you use you need some kind of fruit juice that's very staining no yeah. i'm not even Pom- talking like about that granite juice women have some periods come on <laughs> oh that's true i see yeah yeah okay oh right right that's clever that's good good plan i don't think it's clever i think it's practical you're right it's all practical. right okay so then that does beg the question okay we're gonna have to look into this in the bonus content because i do think there is traditions that span across many cultures of having some kind of proof that the woman was a virgin, mm-hmm. right? Like bloody sheets is the image that comes to mind. But that is the question of uh, how would you even confer- confirm that without it? It just seems like it'd be so easy to fake, yeah. you know? I, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think I even heard stories of some, like some women in ancient cultures would find a way of kind of almost like, like making a li- weird little like packet of chicken blood that they'd pop up there so that it even looked convincing, Oh, interesting. you know? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, yep. Can we... All right. Let's continue. He's going to, like, put the, like, stuff... Where is gar- it? Where was I? <laughs> the garments. Yeah. There 18. we are. There we are. So they spread the garment before the elders of the city, and the elders of the city shall take the man and chastise him. Bad man. Bad. They shall find him 100 shekels of silver oh. and give them to the father of the young lady. What? Yeah. They should give them great. to the chick. Come well, on. To yeah, the lady. Okay. True. Ugh. Well, he's the I'm owner just of the property. I'm impressed that there's a fine at all, to be honest. Well, I'm glad right? that there is. I'm, I'm sad that it's only 100 shekels. Because remember before when the man accused his wife of having an affair and then she like she drinks radioactive drink dust water. or whatever. And then if she dies, it was her fault. And if she doesn't die, then oh well. So I'm like, at least here there's something. (laughs) We're we're making some progress. Yeah. So, okay. Give them to the father of the young lady because he has brought up an evil name on a virgin of Israel. Mm -hmm. And she shall be his wife and he may not put her away all of his days. Wow. So she's still stuck with him. That's. I was really hoping she'd get out of it. Terrible price to pay, honestly. That's rough. But if this thing be true that the tokens of virginity were not found in the young lady, then they shall bring out the young lady to the door of her father's house and the men. Oh my God. And the men of her city shall stone her to death with stones because, of course, she has done folly in Israel to play the prostitute in her father's house. So shall you put away the evil from the midst of you? Hence why it becomes uh, a very appealing plan all of a sudden to shove a packet of chicken blood up your hoo-ha. Yep. Oh, it's so worth it. Yeah, definitely. So oh, worth it's it. completely yeah. worth it. Yeah, 10 yeah. out of 10 recommend. Yeah. <laughs> God. 10 out of 10 would do again. No, especially if this poor woman is 
taken by this man and it uh-huh. has to like be with him even though she you know was probably taken from like another place another colony or what not colony i'm what not is it? i think we're, we're i think tribes hmm. interesting yeah i wonder how that works with the woman that she took from the prisoners before because this is a different thing this is like you've married another israelite so this one's yes. not like a slave that you've taken and married at least not in quite the same sense. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. If a man be found... New situation. Yes. Yeah, new, situation. new part of the flowchart. If a man be found lying with a woman married to a husband, then they shall both of them die, and the man who laid with the woman and the woman, so shall you put away the evil from Israel. Dang. Simple. I like it simple, though. You know? Right. Just, there you go. Kill them both. Yep. Done. If there be a young lady who is a virgin pledged to be married to a husband... And a man find her in the city and lie with her, then you shall bring them both out to the gate of the city and you shall stone them to death with stones. The lady, because she didn't cry. Like cry out for help? Yeah, I'm thinking that like if he took her and raped her. Right, but if she didn't cry out for help. She didn't and she was horrified and couldn't, you know, and traumatized and couldn't say anything. Well, too bad you're going to kill her too. He was holding a knife to her neck or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then somebody finds it that is... Okay, and the man, because he has humbled his neighbor's wife, so you shall put away the evil from the midst of you. This is rough. This is a rough chapter. Yeah, I'm sorry that you have rough. to read this, Emily. Me too, me too. We're almost through it. We're almost through it. But if the man find the lady who is pledged to be married in the field, and the man force her and lie with her, then only the man who lay with her shall die. Okay, so if you Wait, get raped out in the, the field, difference not here? in the city, it's because if you're in the field, there's no one she can cry for help too that's on the field is a, a really like i can see people nowadays victim blaming all over the place because of this 100%. freaking passage but mm-hmm. really like this doesn't help at all no it's not bible helpful. it's not a, not a helpful chapter not okay with you right now but if the man find the lady who is pledged to be married in the field and the man force her and lie with her then the man only who lay with her shall die but to the lady you shall do nothing there is in the lady no sin worthy of death well good for as when a man rises against his neighbor and kills him even so is the matter for he found her in the field and pledged to be married lady cried the the pledge to the be pledge married to lady be married lady cried <laughs> Wow. Okay, sorry. This translation. Oh my goodness. For you found her in the field. The pledge to be married lady cried. <laughs> I see. It still doesn't make sense to me. And there was none to save her. If a man find a lady who is a virgin who is not pledged to be married and lay hold on her and lie with her and then be found, then the man who lay with her shall g- give to the lady's father. 50 shekels of silver and she shall be his wife because he has humbled her. He may not put her away all his days. A man shall not take his father's wife and shall not uncover his father's skirt. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Question mark, question mark. Uh, What do other translations say? uh, I do feel like we just clarified earlier that men shouldn't wear women's clothing in this tribe. But they literally say skirt. So just, uh, sorry, just to clarify before, it's basically saying that, okay, if a man who find a lady who is a virgin is not pledged to be married and lay hold on her and lie with her and then be found. So basically, like, if a guy who finds a woman who is not pledged to be married and rapes her, then he has to take her as his wife and pay the father 50 bucks. 
Yes. Jackals. If they get caught. Correct. Yes. yes. Also, also, cool. I, I just do cool, think it's cool, worth cool. pointing out. These are not specifically about rape. This also could be consensual, but either way, you have to get married now. If you're caught, yes. It, I guess, covers all bases, consensual and non, for better or worse, for richer or poor, in illness and in health. Let's read Deuteronomy 23. He who is wounded in the stones or what? has his privy member cut off <laughs> what? Right. shall I, I, not enter into the assembly of Yahweh. <laughs> Just, we went one place and we're going another Wait, place. Wait, someone who is wounded in the stones? The stones. What do you think that means, Emily? Oh, you mean the 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 ballular region. Yep, the ballular region. <laughs> yes. Or his or penile your privy, region. Or your privy member. Yeah, yeah I your love privy that. member. That's, I'm going to rope that into some I know, talk. right? I was like, that's really <laughs> first sexy. Opportunity. Look at your privy member. Dang. Your privy member. Uh, show me that's your privy awful, member. Though. No, I don't like that at all because the privy <laughs> is like the toilet. Oh yeah, your toilet maybe, member. Maybe you should pronounce it privy. Your privy member. Your privy. Does that make it better? <laughs> no, no. Don't. Okay. If you're wounded in the ballular re- region, <laughs> or if your privy members missing uh-huh. cannot enter into the assembly of Yahweh, a bastard shall not enter into the assembly of Yahweh. Even to the tenth generation, wow. shall none of his enter into the assembly of Yahweh. Yikes. That's a long time to keep track of that. Yeah, seriously. An Ammonite or a Moabite shall not enter into the assembly of Yahweh. Even to the tenth generation shall none belonging to them enter into the assembly of Yahweh forever, colon, because they didn't meet you with bread and with water in the way uh, when you came forth out of Egypt. Mm. And because they hired against you, Balaam, oh, he's son back. of Beor, from Pethor of Mesopotamia, <laughs> yeah. to curse you. Ah, uh, not dead. Not dead. No, never, not dead. never, never. His memory lives on. Indeed. Yes. Nevertheless, Yahweh your God wouldn't listen to Balaam, but Yahweh your God turned the curse into a blessing to you because Yahweh your God loved you. Mm. You shall not seek their peace nor their prosperity all your days forever. You shall not abhor an Edomite for he is your brother. You shall not abhor an, an Egyptian because you are a sojourner in his land. That is surprising yeah. that the Egyptians who enslaved them don't get automatically blacklisted here. Well, my theory was that Egypt has a pretty strong hold on their land, and they're like, we know we can't try to invade this land, so we're going to try to just be mm. good allies with them. Right, yeah. But the people whose land we want, we're going to be mean to them. Interesting. I suppose, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The children of the third generation who are born to them shall enter into the assembly of Yahweh. When you go forth in camp against your enemies, then shall then you shall keep you from every evil thing. If there be among you any man who is not clean by reason of that which happens him by night. What? Then shall he go abroad out of the camp. He shall not come within the camp. I'm going to finish this sentence, then we can try to look that up. Okay. But it shall be when evening comes on, he shall bathe himself in water, and when the sun is down, he shall come within the camp. That which happens him by night, like a nocturnal emission? I th- or, I'm assuming, yeah. Or wetting the bed. I'm assuming uh, either. But like, okay, nocturnal emission, sure. We've covered that. If you mean he, like a wet dream? Yeah. Like he has yes. a wet dream. He wakes up. He's like, oh, I got to go out of the camp. Oh, I'm not clean. Right. He's got to go. Uh, uh, that's a great way to get out of like chores or something. Oh, I'm not clean. Sorry. Whoops. Oh, I got to be outside. I would, but just, you know, just you know, like all teenagers. 
Yeah. Okay, I'll, hang on. I'll hang be on, back. I'll on. be back tonight after I <laughs> bathe myself in the river. Yeah. Can we can we day. please see what the message says? If one of your men has become ritually unclean because of a nocturnal emission, he right. just spells Called it right it. out. He must Called go outside it. the camp and stay richly there. Ritually unclean. Ritually, not ritually. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> my bad pronunciation. <laughs> ritually. So you're even unclean, even with your own fluids on you. Yeah, no, we yeah, covered this way back. Yeah. No, I've known this Did one. We? Yeah. yeah, no, I've been. Did we talk about wet yeah. dreams already in the Bible? Yeah, 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 way, really? way back. Oh way... no, maybe like <laughs> I I remember spilling seed on the ground and stuff and dying. Leviticus. Uh, Leviticus 15. If a man has an emission of semen, he shall bathe his whole body in water Ew. and be unclean till the evening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every garment and every skin on which the semen comes shall be washed with water and be unclean till Gosh. the evening. Wow. Okay. Um, if, oh, also, if he has sex, um, if, he lies, if oh. he lies with a woman and has an emission of semen, both of them are unclean till the evening. What? Yeah. So, you know, there what you go. What if you're like making babies? Or something. No, I know. You're just unclean. Only till the evening. But you're still unclean. It's, it's fine. All right. Remember, remember, we talked about this way back when. Like, being unclean it's not isn't like a bad a thing, bad thing right? It? It's just something you have just to... Just kind of a fact. Yeah, it's more like something like you have to keep track of. you're going to be unclean of. sometimes. Right. What, except for the priests. I think even they can be, but they have to go... But they have to be extra careful about how clean they are. Mm-hmm. Because they're working with hazardous materials. You mean yeah, the ark? <laughs> yeah. Le ark, oh, le covenant. <laughs> <laughs> good, good French there, yeah. Uh, verse 12. You shall have a place also outside of the camp where you shall go forth abroad, and you shall have a paddle among your weapons. Oh, shall And it shall you? be when you sit down abroad, you shall dig therewith and shall turn back and cover that which comes from is he talking about what? a latrine spade i think he, yeah i think I he's think talking he's, about burying your poop i think he uh, is okay i'm gonna finish the sentence for yahweh your god walks in the midst of your camp to deliver you and to give up your enemies before you therefore shall your camp be holy that he may not see an unclean thing in you and like turn poop. away from you like, like poop. poop yes <laughs> give me those give me those verses again okay Four, um, 13 14 13 i think yeah 13 probably is where the money is. Okay. I, I just looked up the whole chapter in the message because I feel like okay. we needed a little more than this. Love it. Um, okay. This starting from 12. Mark out an area outside the camp where you can go to relieve yourselves. Uh-huh. Along with your weapons, have the stick with you. After you relieve yourself, dig a hole with the stick and yeah. cover your excrement. Thanks. Yep. God, your God strolls through the camp. He's present to deliver you and give you victory over your enemies. He doesn't want to step on your shit. Keep your camp holy. <laughs> Don't permit anything indecent or offensive in God's eyes. Yeah, basically. It's I like, see. So he even walks though around. there's a bunch of dudes hanging out, having a great time away at camp, just please be be decent. Be mindful. Build yeah. an area for your poop at the very least. I do. Don't I, shit where you sleep. I do like that they call it being abroad, where you shall go forth abroad. Yes. I kinda, where she'll go for the broad when you sit down abroad. Yeah, yeah be like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll be right back. I've got to go abroad for a moment. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. Where, yeah, I, we're, where's we my paddle now. or stick or yeah. whatever? <laughs> Bring my stick with me. Where's my poop stick? <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Amazing. Why did they teach us this in, in Sunday school? <laughs> the useful stuff, right? Uh, yeah, everyone well, at least it gets a laugh this. out of kids, right? Oh, yeah. If they were at least honest that like, hey, the Bible talks about poop. It's, you know, a cheap uh-huh. laugh. It's, it's true. If you're yeah. a struggling Sunday school teacher, I suppose. 
Okay. Next time I find myself teaching Sunday school, I'm gonna go <laughs> really trying, really having a hard that time warming the up the day. audience. But this is where day. you go. This is the surefire. Any Sunday school lets me teach it. Who <laughs> oh boy? All right. You okay. shall not deliver to his master a servant who has escaped from his master to you. Interesting. He shall dwell with you in the midst of you in the place which he shall choose within one of your gates where it pleases him best. You shall not oppress him. Who's this? Uh, now, that's I'm assuming his master is, is not it, another Israelite. Yeah, I'm assuming that too. That has to be like escaped slave or servant from one of yeah. the enemies. Oh. Not from a fellow Israelite. Okay. Because that doesn't seem yeah, that right. That's got to be, yeah. Verse 17, there shall be no prostitute of the daughters of Israel, neither shall there be a sodomite of the sons of Israel. How do you know either of these things? Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't exactly. know what to say to that. Exactly. You got to be caught, I suppose. Yeah. You shall not bring the hire of a prostitute or the wages of a dog what? into the house of Yahweh, Yikes. your God, what for does that any mean? vow. Jeez. For even both these are an abomination to Yahweh, your God. I see. So if you've earned money from prostitution or from your dog, you can't. Can, can we look up another translation for that? <laughs> or from your <laughs> dog. Wages cool. of your dog. And don't bring the fee of a sacred whore or the earnings of a priest pimp to the house of God. Whoa, a priest pimp. A priest what? Was that the message? That's the message. <laughs> the message? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you shall not lend on interest to your brother. Interest nah. of money, interest of victuals, interest of anything that is lent on interest to a foreigner, you may lend on interest. But to your brother, you shall not lend on interest that Yahweh your God may bless you in all that you put your hand to in the land where you go in to possess it. So... Okay, so no no lending with interest yeah. to other Israelites. Any kind lending of interest. To other people with, yeah, lending to other people with interest is okay. When you shall vow a vow to Yahweh your God, you shall not be slack to pay it, for Yahweh your God will surely require it of you, and it would be a sin in you. But if you shall forbear to vow, it shall be no sin in you. No sin. That which is oh, gone no out of sin. your lips, you shall observe and do, according as you have vowed to Yahweh your God, a freewill offering which you have promised with your mouth. <laughs> when you come into your neighbor's vineyard then you may eat of grapes your fill at your own pleasure but you shall not put any in your vessel when you come into your neighbor's standing grain then you may pluck the ears with your hand but you shall not move a sickle to your neighbor's standing grain so you can eat some grapes and some grain freely with your hand, but not gathering them up. Yeah, you can't put them in a little bucket. And take them I wonder and grab them and what, run away. <laughs> what prompted that discourse from Moses? What happened there? Did, is there any rhyme or reason to any of this? It's <laughs> <laughs> just random thoughts Moses had. Yeah, like I, I said, he's so. on his deathbed. Yeah, just, he's having a moment. He's like, you know what? I forgot a bunch of stuff when I was living. Let's talk about them now. When I was this living? Was, <laughs> this is like... <laughs> His He's close to not back. living. Okay, all right. Fair, fair. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Cool. This is this was an exciting this was an collection experience. of chapters. Yeah, you know, Moses was just doing a ye old recappy for a while, and now it ain't that. Yeah. Yeah, now we've gone all over the place from, like, birds nesting on the ground to... To women being whatever, taken, whatever. not taken, murdered. Yes, blah, yes, blah, and blah, wages blah. of a dog and tokens of virginity and, like, all kinds of interesting stuff. Yeah, he, he. now that I've thought about him 
just kind of as an old man. Who him? M- maybe Mozo? a little senile. Yeah, Mozo. Yeah. Just kind of like spouting off his random thoughts. It actually reminds me a bit of my grandpa when he was alive. I thought you were going to say oh, that. No. Yeah. Just, just the kind of random one, like assuming everyone cares what he thinks and his opinions about things. And then yeah. two, like Jeez. having all of these opinions based on some morals and ethics from a long time ago. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, probably around the time of Moses is when my grandpa got his ethics and morals, I would say. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know, but like, yeah. just kind of just sitting there being like, oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, when when this when this happens, you know, be, be sure you do this. Right? And you're like, cool. Like, okay, okay, grandpa, thanks. I'll yeah. take a note of that. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so that's my picture of Moses now. She's like, if you take a wife and you hate her and you, and you can't figure out whether she's a virgin or not, then try to get her stoned. You never it. know. Might happen. Yeah, but you might pay a fine if her parents have those sheets. So, you know. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Little Jace. <laughs> Little Jace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> Thanks Sounds for good. that great advice. Thanks for this anecdote. There has been some really fun conversations going on in the Facebook group, Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship. If you haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend giving it the old join-a-rooney. Wow. Recently, my favorite thing that's been happening is there was a post um, comparing different translations of the Bible to different Star Star Wars Wars characters characters. and explaining like why each one is that. And the new... I'm sorry, the World English Bible was not on that list because it's not that famous of a translation. But we were trying to come up with some options for it. And I would love it if everyone came and joined in on that conversation. So if that's something that sounds fun to you or just any conversation about this, go check it out at Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship. That's a mouthful. Also... If you would like us to toast you on this show, you can sign up to become one of our parishioners at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. Thank you for joining us today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Emily Matlack, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the book of Deuteronomy is Truth in the Stones by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com.